With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Bob Sturm is a co-host of The Hardline. It's an afternoon drive show on the ticket in Dallas, and Bob, kind enough to join us. Bob, uh, you got five assistant coaches who were fired, uh, or they were let go or not brought back, whatever the semantics are with this. So what is the message that's being sent here by Jerry Jones? Well, you know, that's that's always the uh, million-dollar question, Dan. And, and I think to a certain extent it starts with, you know, who's coming back from the coordinator position. Uh, but, you know, in general, the idea that you're losing Dan Quinn feels relatively assured. Kellen Moore feels like a coin flip. And and I, I suppose uh, the the opportunity, if you will, or at least the obligation to, to kind of reimagine your coaching staff and maybe even your offensive scheme, which I would be all for, uh, is is clear and present. And they're I guess they're getting out ahead of that with guys with expiring deals, maybe allowing them to go pursue other possibilities. That's fine. Uh, I expect we're not just talking about tier three assistant coaches being allowed to expire. I, I, I assume there's there's more sweeping changes uh, afoot. But uh, but again, with Jerry, uh, he's he's pretty good about protecting his cards until he has to tell the world. But you were talking about offensive philosophy, maybe changing yeah. that offensive philosophy. Go into detail about that. Well, in general, uh, and this is a sweeping generalization, but allow me that in the sense that Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan installed an offense that was either for Tony Romo or for very, very young Dak Prescott. And very, very young Dak Prescott wasn't making a lot of money, but he was also definitely driving the bus. And as this thing has evolved and as Mike McCarthy has taken over, I was under the impression that McCarthy was going to bring in a lot of the stuff that he likes to do and do a lot less of what Jason Garrett likes to do. But when you look at some key plays, 
and they're running curls across the board again, just like they were with Jason Garrett, where you where you pause it two seconds into the play, Dan, and you say, okay, if you're quarterback, where are you going with the ball right here? And there's no sort of rub routes or or horizontal attacks, crossings, you know, things that modern NFL does without any any sort of uh, uh, hesitation. The Cowboys really don't do enough of that. So I, I think Kellen Moore can design great plays. I don't know that he can design a great offense. And those are two very different things. And I would like to see, you know, the Cowboys do way more of what Dak does well and way less of what they want him to do, which I guess is kind of Tony Romo stuff uh, back there in the pocket. I, I think Prescott can be fine. I do think their offense doesn't necessarily suit him, especially if you're not going to give him enough playmakers. Uh, beyond CeeDee Lamb, it's pretty, it's pretty bare. But if they evaluated Dak accurately... I mean, there's a reason why he went where he went in the draft here, and, yeah. and what they're asking him to—he's not Tony Romo, but right. but are no, they asking not. him to be Tony Romo? I think too often they are, and I think this whole league is filled with teams that get to contract time with a guy, and they say, okay, on his best day, can he be at the very back of the top ten? Yes. On his worst day, is he still an average NFL starter? Yes. Okay, so are you willing to give him the going rate for a quarterback? And most of these teams say yes. They panic because they realize the alternative is nothing. And so uh, the Giants are about to do this. Uh, no disrespect to Jalen Hurts, but they're about to give him 45 a year. And, 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 and are we sure Jalen Hurts is a top five guy in this league? Well, this year he was great, but he's also on a loaded roster. So all around the league, Teams are making these decisions. We don't have Mahomes. We don't have, uh, uh, you know, Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. So what are we going to do? And just about all of them say, all right, extend him at the going rate. Well, the going rate now, Dan, is five for 200. And that's a lot of money if a guy isn't the savior. Yeah, I've, I've just wondered that it always felt like when they run, it sets up the play action. I feel more confident with Dak with that kind of game plan. And I love Pollard. I, I didn't yeah. want to keep Zeke. I didn't want to extend him. I think he's washed. Right. But, you, you know, have him do things where it's, thir you know, second and, and four. And right. instead of he's got to create, he's not one of those guys that I want passing the ball 35, 40 times a game. Right. And, and, and look, there's, there's guys like that in this league, and that's fine. You know, uh, I don't think anyone wants Lamar Jackson throwing it 40 times a game. There's, there's, there's guys in this league who are really effective, but you've got to get the mix right. And part of that is the run-pass option, the ability. You don't, you're not even calling a run, per se. You are making the defense decide uh, they're picking their poison. And, and so, yeah, I think I think the Cowboys need to lean into more of that. And frankly, a guy like Greg Roman being available actually does mm. uh, at least at least pique my interest. Now, the Cowboys are are such an outlier, Dan, in the sense that, as you just mentioned, everybody kind of knows that Zeke is not your best running back option. And in fact, the question is now: Is he employable in the National Football League? And yet, the Cowboys started him nearly every game this year yeah. and and you know they gave him the lion's share over tony pollard and, and it's just it, it it all goes back to is the head coach in dallas allowed to be a head coach because as far back as i can remember a head coach can decide who starts a running back but in dallas it feels like it's bigger than that it feels like it's a jones family decision and it's a well we love him he's part of the family and you know and they 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 almost make loyalty a fault 
in the National Football League because they're so darn loyal. And if you go back a dozen or 13 years, you can say two coaches and two quarterbacks. Meanwhile, the 49ers have gone to how many championship games over the last dozen years with like four or five different quarterbacks and you're just four or five different coaches. And, and sometimes change can be too much, but, but I, I swear the Cowboys are loyal to a fault and, and it doesn't serve them at all. Well, also ego. Jerry wants to show that he's right with Zeke Elliott. Yes. And I, I'm sure there are a lot of people said, no, you got everything you could get at. Or with Dak, you know, I'm going to show you. Or with Jason Garrett. Yes, exactly. So yes. loyal to a fault. But then you go back to Jimmy Johnson, where he wasn't loyal to Jimmy right. Johnson and ended That's up right. costing. But, you know, this goes back to Mike McCarthy. Uh, are we yeah. expecting more? Are we expecting too much out of Mike McCarthy, given the constraints that he has behind the scenes? Wow, I mean that's uh, that's sort of the the, uh, the the riddle here in some respects because I expect a lot out of Mike McCarthy uh, as as somebody who followed him very closely in Green Bay. Uh, I thought uh, this was a massive upgrade from Jason Garrett. Uh, I, I I really thought that uh, he is probably one of those guys that Jerry would trust enough to empower him and to allow him to sort of name his staff. And then the first day on the job, he's like, you know what? Nothing about this offense is going to change. Uh, Kellen Moore will still be coordinated. And, uh, you know, we, we, we love where they are and developing Dak. And I'm like, Mike, you're an offensive guy since like 1993 with Joe Montana and Kansas City and everything. Yeah. And you're saying you don't want to change anything that just got Jason Garrett fired? Uh, I I want Mike to grab the wheel and to basically say, I need it this way now because it's his reputation on the line. But at, at almost 60 years old, I get the impression Mike is, is totally fine with sharing the load, sharing the responsibility, and sharing the decision-making, which I'm not positive this franchise needs but or uh, the, the wants, but I do know that's what they need. They need somebody to to have a fresh set of eyes on this thing, not to confirm what they've been doing for the last decade, which, as you pointed out, is kind of the type of person the Jones family would like to hire is somebody who just tells them how right they are all the time. How are the fans when you guys take calls on your show? Uh, disgusted. I mean, the, the fans, the fans do not enjoy cowboy football anymore. Uh, the, the ones that I hear from, <laughs> The ones that I hear from, Dan, this team could start 14-0 next year, and they would still be upset that this team is going to do something dumb in the playoffs, and they're going to continue this three-decade run in the desert. And uh, the fact the fact that you haven't won a Super Bowl in three decades or 27 years is not that original. I mean, the 49ers have actually been a year longer. It's the fact you haven't been to an NFC championship game in 27 years. That's almost impossible to do, especially with the resources of the Cowboys and definitely with the primetime TV positioning of the Cowboys and, and all the chatter and the ratings they generate. But they have avoided the NFC title game. They have avoided a single win in the divisional round for 27 years. And just think <laughs> about what that says. But if I, I said to the Dallas fan base, you could have a new coach or a new quarterback. Wow. Boy, that might be a tie. Um, they're, they've talked themselves into the fact that Sean Payton is smarter than Mike McCarthy, even though I kind of think they're the same guy with a different marketing department. Because I can't but, throw the owner in that question. Yeah. Oh, now now we're talking. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, uh, owner, coach, quarterback. 
owner, hundred percent. You know, partly because the owner has insisted on being the general manager, even though let's be honest, you and I both know he looks at as much tape as uh, <laughs> as my wife does. Uh, it, it, it's not a lot, but uh, but but yes, there is a feeling, and and I don't want to be disrespectful here, but there is a feeling that as long as Jerry walks the earth, nothing is truly going to change about cowboy football. There's your poll quote right there from uh, this in interview. Uh, Bob, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it, and uh, good luck. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Uh, it's an honor. Thank you. Bob Sturm. He is a co-host of the Hardline, the Afternoon Drive Show on 1310, the ticket in Dallas. Yeah, when you put Jerry Jones into the conversation with that question, it's like, oh, now that's different. But if I said coach and quarterback, then it's a little bit different. You know, you're in, you're in too deep with Dak. You know, they signed up. And uh, he's your quarterback, like it or not. I don't know if there's any, uh, you know, a lot of these contracts you can go, well, like the Cowboys can get out of the Zeke Elliott contract. I don't know if there's anything like that with Dak. And I do think Dak is a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. And, you know, we feel like Dallas should be great and he should be great. We expect them to be great for some reason. But there's no history that says, oh, they're going to do the right thing. And then Mike McCarthy, it just feels like, you know, Mike came in, did the sleepover with Jerry Jones, and then you wake up the next morning and you're like, ah, I'm the head coach of the Cowboys. Great. Did you talk philosophy? Uh, are you going to have power here? And it could be where you're just a puppet government there. And, and, and I feel bad for McCarthy. But he took the job, you know. You're going to keep doing the same thing. Well, what is the quote of, you know, what is you know, crazy or whatever, doing the same thing over and over and over, and not, you know, insanity. That's kind of what you have here. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, coming up, we'll talk to Devin McCourty, the uh, Patriot Safety. He's uh, doing some work in the media, and uh, his brother is already doing some great stuff in the media, so we'll talk to him. And uh, more on Patrick Mahomes' high ankle sprain with a medical expert who will join us. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Oh, it's going to be sad. I don't know if I'll be crying, but I might have tears in my eyes. Maybe a little misty when Monday morning, Seton gets behind the wheel, Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. You were nervous last year. Yes, I was. You were nervous. Yes. You're like I, noticeably nervous. I was. I was concerned. I said, look, you know when you send your kids off to school or they're going to go someplace, <laughs> and you go, hey, now you call me when you get there. <laughs> so I'm saying to Seton, who's a grown man, hey, when you get to wherever you're going, Pittsburgh, you call me, okay? Now be careful. Yes. Darn it. Yeah, you know, make sure you text me along the way. And don't text when you're driving. Like, yeah, what am I doing? Yeah, Paul. Put a $10 bill in his back pocket. Yeah. 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 Owning a Sprinter van lets you live, work, and play out your dreams. And you can, you, you can, get, you can win that Sprinter van. Dan Patrick shows Ultimate Fan Van Sweepstakes, the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van customized by Gretsch RV. To enter, get official rules, visit danpatrick.com. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. He's the better looking of the McCourty brothers. He's Devin McCourty, the Patriot safety, won three Super Bowls, and uh, he joins us on the program. I thought that'd bring a smile to your face. I called you the better looking McCourty brother. It's been rough, man. Everywhere I've gone so far, all I keep hearing about is how great he's doing on TV. <laughs> he's this, he's that. I just don't see it. Why is he not playing, or why are you still playing? Uh, well, he he started a year before me, so I had to make sure I caught up to uh, him. Um, but, you know, he, he got uh, old and slow, so he had to retire. <laughs> All right, we're going to play the Devin McCourty game. And, uh, Paulie, would you give the official rules here? Devin can't play, but he can listen to this. So Devin started his career as a cornerback, then switched to safety in year three. Okay. So he has played 205 career games at cornerback, basically. At Out of how many games? 205. He started every game of his career. So I got me thinking, that seems like a lot of games for wow. a safety. Wow. Over 200. Okay. How many safeties in NFL history have started 205 games or more like Devin McCourty has? And can you name any of them? Can we name them? <laughs> Did one play for the Steelers? No. I'll give you the teams. There's only three all time. One was a Patriot for quite a while. One was an eagle forever. One was mostly in Atlanta. Wow. Lawyer Malloy, oh. 213 starts. Brian Dawkins, 221 starts. 
and Eugene, Eugene Robinson. Robinson. That's the only three in history that better than. Damn, that's pretty good company there. Yeah, yeah. that's that's not bad at all. <laughs> now you you don't have load management. If you were an NBA player, you wouldn't be playing every <laughs> single game. I mean, you yeah. you've started every game. You played yeah, it every game. We don't have that in football. You know, we're always told availability uh, is the best thing you can bring to the team. You faced uh, Joe Burrow. What do you see yep. with Joe? If you're if you're on Kansas City or you were talking to somebody on the uh, the Chiefs, what would you say? Do this. Don't do that against Joe Burrow. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that Kansas City's gonna have to do is you got to disguise coverage. Um, when we played them, watching film. You could tell he was reading coverages pretty well. Uh, but when we got out there, different disguises, things we were doing in the beginning part of the game, it really felt like he had a beat on us. I mean, I think I think he might have had three incompletions in the first half, something something ridiculous, and just kind of marching up and down the field. And we did a better job in the second half, um, not only disguising, but also running multiple coverages, different things, um, running coverages that look like other coverages. Um, so you definitely you don't want to line up uh, really in the same defense over and over again or just stand still um, because he's that good. And there's receivers that he's throwing to. They're pretty good, too. So you're going to have a long day uh, if you don't do a good job disguising coverages and just competing against those guys. What would you do with Mahomes? How would your strategy be different knowing that he has this high ankle sprain? That's the hard thing, man. Um you know, watching yesterday, I just saw a couple of things on Twitter with him jogging around the field. Um, by Sunday, I don't, I, I just don't know. By this weekend, that ankle might be pretty good. I don't know if you're going to be able to do a lot different, a lot differently than what you have no, would have normally done. He might not be as mobile, but I still think he's going to be able to move around the pocket um, pretty well. Just because if he's moving that well on a Wednesday. Um, you just kind of look forward and you fast forward to by the end of the weekend, he's going to be feeling probably pretty good. And, you know, the continued treatment uh, and what he'll do on game day for that ankle, I think he'll be moving pretty well. Explain to me why Travis Kelsey is always open. <laughs> well, I will say watching the, the Jaguar game, once Mahomes got hurt, I would have changed my whole game plan up and we would have doubled Kelsey every play. I don't care. I don't care if we would have had a gaping hole in the coverage somewhere else. Uh, we would have doubled him. But I think he's such a mismatch. You know, you try to put a corner on him or a smaller safety that can run with him. He does a good job using his length, his strength. Um, and if you put a linebacker on him, he's just too athletic. And then I think the biggest thing he does is, is like you said, if you play zone, he understands how to get in the gaps, how to get open, don't run the coverage. Uh, Mahomes knows him. So uh, I think you put those two guys together, you have a guy that, is a big target, and you got a quarterback that understands where he's going to be, you're in for a long day. And he continues to do that in the playoffs uh, and throughout the regular season. But what a, what's the difference between trying to cover Kelsey and trying to cover Gronk in practice? Uh, Gronk just was – I mean, he's humongous. You know, I think – you know, I think Kelsey naturally was is a better route runner. Uh, the different things he was able to do when he first got in the league. For me, I came in with Gronk as a rookie, so – um, the evolution of Gronk of being able to, I think, really in his prime when he was really killing, he was a good route runner. He understood how to run right up on defenders' toes. Um, but I just think Gronk is just so big. Uh, it was always tough to even get past breakups to reach around him and get to the ball. Uh, and then Tom used to put the ball only where you couldn't get it. Uh, it was almost an impossible cover.
He's Devin McCourty, the Patriots safety, won three Super Bowls. Your favorite Brady story is what? Um, favorite Brady story. I'll probably I'll probably say obviously a lot of stories um playing with him and winning games, but it was fun competing against him back, you know, last year when we played Tampa, I think, you know, early in October. Um, later in the game, uh, you know, when you play Brady, you gotta be you got to be on it and you got to be smart. Your strategy has to be, you know, on point. So at some point later in the game, we finally decided to go an all-out blitz. Uh, and he got us a little bit with the snap count. So as he's sitting there, he smiles at us, um, <laughs> knowing knowing what's coming. And he completes a pass to break, and, and I'm, I'm running down on him. And as soon as he completes the pass, moving backwards, he goes, come on, Dev, blitz zero. You think I'm not going to know that? And starts <laughs> laughing. Uh, and it just reminded me of all the battles we had in practice of talking trash and us always telling him he was lucky we couldn't hit him uh, and then him doing it in the game and just a true Brady moment. Rodney Harrison would talk about how Brady would get so upset with the defense in practice. Yeah. Oh, we've had we've had times where he's taken the ball, punted it in the stands or in the stadium, <laughs> throwing the ball. Instead of throwing the ball away, like out of bounds, he chucks the ball. 20 yards over the fence so somebody has to go get the ball um those are the days as a defense where because once that happens now we're not stopping we're we're going to keep talking to them keep getting them angry um but i will say those are the days that made our team better uh throughout training camp in the season everybody who plays for the patriots they all say bill belichick is funny he just never shares that with us so go ahead Devin. tell me that bill belichick is funny I'll tell you this. I've had to do a lot of production meetings um, the night before the game, you know, my 13-year career. I hate going after him because you watch his press conferences. It's, you know, quick answers. Every once in a while, I give a long answer. But you get him in those production meetings with his guys that he's seen over the years, like this, our last game uh, against Buffalo. I have to go after him, and Romo's in there and Nance. And I'm in there, and I'm waiting to go. They're still going. 15 minutes go by. Finally, they're like, you know, these guys got to get off to meeting. So I finally sit down. But now Romo gets up with Bill, walks over to the door, and they're still talking. <laughs> Romo, they're over there laughing and joking. Um, so it, it, it is cool to see him, you know, behind the scenes. And I think not only the players, different people, I would say, in the football world that he's known for a while uh, and has good relationships with, they also see that other side of him. Um, that's pretty unique that you don't always see from a media standpoint. Well, good luck. Congratulations. You're playing next year, right? <laughs> I'm still I'm still figuring that out. For a second, I thought you were telling me that they were going to put us in the AFC Championship game this weekend because mm. uh, somebody got disqualified. So <laughs> uh, I was really I was uh, I was liking that good luck too. Uh, but no, I'm figuring it out and going to take some time. Um, over these next uh, few months, vacation with the family, just enjoy some downtime, uh, and then see how I feel in a couple months. You can make the announcement right here. (laughs) Here it is. This end, Devin McCourty, former Patriot safety. (laughs) How would my brother feel if I did that? He he would probably want me to to do something. He'd be pretty angry. You're right. You're right. Trying to get me in trouble, man. Will you make the announcement of what you're doing next year? with your brother i'm gonna ask my kids my daughter she's five now she's been adamant uh on me not playing football anymore so 
uh, whatever I decide, I'll, I'll let her decide how we do it. Okay. Ooh. I think that would be nice. Give your brother, you know, something, you know, help his career a little bit. Help, help, yeah. Help, well, he makes fun of me so much on TV. I'm not sure. Every, every time I have a bad play, he puts me up on a segment, <laughs> but anytime I have a good play, I never see any of my good plays on his show. So, well, Help a brother out, literally. Help a, <laughs> help a brother out. Uh, Devin, thanks for, about it. thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. No, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Devin McCourty. He uh, won three Super Bowls there, Patriots safety. His brother is uh, Jason McCourty. He's done some nice work in the media there. Long career, man. 205 games to play. Started in 205. There's no load management. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. 
Uh, Mike Ryan is joining us on behalf of NBC Sports, Sunday Night Football Sports Medicine Analyst. He was on the sidelines at Arrowhead when Patrick Mahomes got injured, and he was behind the bench. He was working with Melissa Stark, and uh, he has been in the medical uh, the uh, training f- uh, community, athletic training experience for more than 30 years. Is that fair to assess uh, what you've done, Mike? Well said, Dan. <laughs> almost. Almost. Okay. Um Playing with that kind of injury in the moment as opposed to a week later for Patrick Mahomes? Well, it's easy firsthand because obviously it's a difficult injury. This is a high ankle sprain, not a lateral ankle sprain, but he's all fired up. You know, he's the ultimate competitor. Uh, They taped his ankle, got the confirmation that the x-rays are negative. So in the moment, um, it is easy to deal with, easier, I should say. A week later is a whole different situation. Pain sets in, the realization of what you can do. Uh, I think this weekend is going to be a tougher task than what we saw him in the second half last Saturday. Okay, what do you think? Now, he was running on it a little bit or stretching yesterday, which isn't a true indication, I don't think, of anything there. But does can this get better or does this get worse as we get closer to game time? Well, with a high ankle sprain, because it's a rotational issue, when you rotate and you spread the bones of the lower shin, that's the sprain. That's a high ankle sprain. Well, the running straight ahead is the easy part. The problem is when you're twisting, you see him twisting off that leg. Anytime you see Dan, that foot rotate outwards, when he's throwing hard, when he's cutting to his left side, coming off that right ankle, that's a difficult challenge. So walking him, watching him walk off the podium, watching him run straight on the football field with no, no Bengals chasing him uh, is a much different task uh, and obviously a lot easier than when he has to change direction and really be an, an agile uh, quarterback, which what he is. When you get shot up, Explain that. What exactly happens or what happened, do you think, to Mahomes uh, when when he suffered the injury? Well, I I don't think he was shot up. And sometimes the players get a little confused with that is they may have taken a shot or got shot for it. But usually what that is, again, I'm not speaking specifically on Patrick, is a toradol injection. And they usually put that into the glutes. It's a fast acting anti-inflammatory. So sometimes you hear people get shot off for the game. And the reality is they took a injectionable anti-inflammatory much, much different. This is not an injury that you would shoot up to, to play in the game. Uh, there are instances when you get a high ankle sprain, because again, it is a tearing of the membrane of the lower shin that you can inject it with a PRP or stem cell and you shut it down in a boot or a cast for a few weeks and let that medicine marinate in there. It's a treatment. It's not numbing things up like the old uh, North Dallas 40, where you put yeah. a needle in it and throw them back in the game. This is a very different injury. And, and that doesn't happen uh, very often in the NFL for injuries like this. There are certain injuries you can, but um, again, it's not like it used to be. And, I, and now, really, they use good physical therapy techniques, which Rick Burkle, the head athletic trainer for the, the uh, Chiefs, is very, very good at this. And treating them that way with physical therapy techniques compared to a needle is a much smarter plan, both short-term and long-term. If this was a regular season game this weekend, let's say week eight, do you think Patrick Mahomes would be playing? Well, I think he'd want to play. He's the ultimate comp- competitor. He wants to get out there. But I think looking at it, look at the issues, know it's a long season, midseason, I-, I think you see Chad Henning starting this game. But again, this is the AFC Championship game. Uh, the stakes are a lot higher. And uh, I-, I think you'd you need a bulldozer to get uh, Patrick off the field this weekend. How often do players lie to trainers? All the time. All the time. Players want to play. They want to get on the field. They want to kind of water things down. And especially if you're winning, Dan, if if you're in a winning streak and everybody wants to get on the field, winning solves a lot of problems. Well, like sometimes we've had in Jacksonville when things aren't going well and you're losing games, guys sometimes may want to find a reason to get off the field. So, but but ultimately the players are going to want to play. And I think a lot of times they'll uh, 
they give you a line, but sometimes you have to go back and test them and make sure they can do it. You don't take a subjective feedback for what they think they can do. Yourself, medically, as a physical therapist, the coaches, coordinators, they want to see it. And I think that's the important part of what you really work on during the week before you get to Sunday. Worst injury you ever saw? Um, probably the most graphic one, probably the most interesting. I've seen a lot of them is, uh, I remember Chris Hansen, our punter in Jacksonville, put a uh, ax into the front of his shin uh, in the locker room. We had uh, Jack Delria had the big log and said, keep chopping, and guys were whacking it. Well, one time he oh. missed the log and hit his shin. It came in and his shin was wide open. Oh, God. Uh, that, 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 that was a memorable injury that uh, is, is kind of hard to forget. But he's a punter, and you can oh, yeah. easily and replace them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you stitch him up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he cut through a lot of the ligaments and a lot of the tendons, God. blood vessels. I'm sorry. It was ugly. Missed the year, but he came back and played uh, probably uh, four or five more years. Again, it was his plant leg, which is a little bit easier to deal with, but uh, a tough guy and not, not, not your average uh, punter, if you will. Did he get to keep the axe? No, no. They, uh, they took the axe away, and uh, that, that log in the locker room was uh, gone about 20 minutes later. Can a trainer pull a player? Yes, absolutely. You had the authority to say, uh, this guy should come out. Yes. This yes. guy shouldn't go back in. Because the reality, Dan, is as an athletic trainer, you're, you spend more time with that player, especially if they're an injured player, than anyone else in the building. So you know them. You know the personalities. You know what they can do. You're, you kind of watch the game very differently compared to the typical fan. You see how guys move. You see how they hit. You're always looking for those, those risk factors, if you will. But, yeah, if you say he has to be out, you're going to get a fight from the player. You may get a fight from the coach. But ultimately, uh, I, concussions are a great example. You get players that have an injury, they have something like that, a concussion. They're not thinking straight. So they may say, I can go, but you have to you have to jump on that hand grenade many times uh, for the players. And ultimately, nine times out of 10, that player will come back later on and say, thank you. But in the heat of the game, uh, th there's no uh, such nice verbal language to you in a lot of times. What role would you have played with Tua when he was suffering the concussion or he had the moment where his back went out? Like what, you know, when you see that happening, what role does the head trainer have? A lot of it. Again, you know the players. You have to sometimes you have to sprinkle common sense in, and you say, "Hey, look what you saw." Um, there, there are many times a player has passed a a concussion exam, and I'd have to lie to the coach and say, "Look, he's not ready. His balance is off. Something's not there." Um, and and look, my line I used to use with the players is when they're all fired up. I'd say, "Hey, listen. Three years from now, I want you to make sure you remember the names of your kids," and that's a good way for the player to kind but of set it out. But you just said you would lie to the coach. You would lie to the coach to say, you know, he's a little unstable. There, you're trying to protect the player from going protect in. Protect the player, Ex exactly. You have to. Sometimes you have to protect the player for what they have and what mm -hmm. they can go because they're going to want to get on the field. But the reality is, should they be on the field? That's uh, that's the ultimate question. But you you have to protect the players. You have to keep the players safe uh, in a very violent game. Whenever I think of that high ankle sprain, I always think of Isaiah Thomas against the Lakers when he had that unbelievable game and he was hobbling around. But that's in the moment that somehow your body what does your body do to protect itself when you suffer these injuries well endorphins start ripping through your body and, and, and it gets your your mind all kind of geeked up so you kind of focus on the task at hand you kind of downplay it the old um mindset oh it's not that bad so you, you keep these positive affirmations that these players use all the time to say i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and you get the moment you get the crowd you get your teammates you got the scoreboard you have a lot of motivational factors to get on the field but in the morning when you wake up and you start doing the rehab and the swelling is set in, like a lot of times with a high ankle sprain, Dan, you can't truly diagnose it till 12 hours later because that membrane may feel good at a moment, but then the next day when the swelling sets in, 
So the morning after a bad ankle sprain is when you can really truly diagnose and say, this is a high ankle sprain. Sometimes you're surprised for the better. Most times you're surprised for the worse because it comes back worse in the morning than when they left the stadium the night before. Could you give me a concussion test? I could. Like a verbal? Uh, verbal, I, a, a great one is uh, like eye testing. Okay. Is putting your fingers out in front of you and keep your head still and look, focus on one finger, then focus on the other and go back and forth and really focus on that. It, it's a great way where your eyes have to converge on an object at different distances in front of you. And if you start doing that, if your symptoms are coming around concussion-wise from a visual issue, which is very common for football players, suddenly as you do that after 30 seconds to a minute, your concussion symptoms will come back. It's a very good way as you're watching the eyes and are the eyes moving smoothly finger to finger where they start jumping. Sometimes the eyes are really the key to show if something behind, uh, behind the forehead is not wor working properly. What would you do verbally? Um, right as soon as they got concussed, you get them to silent. I would just give them three random words, apple tree bicycle. Remember those words. Then we go through the exams. They go into the blue tent. They talk to the neurologist. They go through all this stuff. And then I come back to them and say, hey, what were those three words I gave you? And they're like, what words? So you're now what are you doing, Dan? You're testing the memory after they got concussed, which is very different. And then you'd ask a question like, hey, what'd you have for breakfast? Um, what was the score last week and who did we play two weeks ago? So now you're having them start to look at short-term memory since the concussion, what I did three or four hours before the game, two or three weeks earlier. So you start testing their ability to memorize or know things from different time lapses. It's a real simple way of making sure that the, the brain is working functionally, especially for a guy like a, a skilled player. Well, if they can't remember that, how can they remember their plays? How can they track a ball you know, coming through the sky at 45 miles an hour? So there's a lot of things you can test on the sideline to make sure, can they go on the field and do their job? Because first things first with a player, Dan, they have to be able to protect themselves regardless of their position. Does anybody remember all three words there? Yes. The oh, one, no, the no, ones no, that no. Didn't... no I'm, I'm asking my guys because I'm going, you know, um, I remembered apple. Fritzy? Tree was involved. Okay. Involved. <laughs> apple, tree, and then I don't remember the third one. Yeah, Paulie. Bicycle? We yes. did it. Yeah. All right. We're not well concussed. Done. Collectively. They're out of the concussion program. <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> we get to go back in. Uh, great stuff, Mike. Thank you for sharing. We appreciate it. My pleasure, Dan. Thank you. That's uh, Mike Ryan, a uh, medi uh, medical analyst for uh, NBC, Football Night in America, more than 30 years of athletic training experience with uh, the NFL college. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz. With hundreds of customizable comfort settings inside the cabin, it's the EV that recharges you. The vehicle is all-electric. The feeling is all-Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.